Well, welcome back to the Live 220 podcast, a podcast designed to encourage, equip, to engage and empower others to live the one life given to them to the fullest and to leave nothing wasted. I'm Ed Schunkweiler, and I'm kind of your host, and I'm so excited to be able to share with you today. And I am praying that this podcast will help you uh, to be and live a life that is to the fullest, that that you will not uh, just drift through life, but that you will move and run through life and that God will use you in such a, a, a mighty way. So I don't want to take a lot of your time today. I just wanted to uh, share with you uh, just uh, some thoughts, uh, something that um, I believe hopefully will encourage you. Last last month or last time we were on the podcast, we, we talked about encouragement and, and encouraging one another and coming alongside one another. And today I, I want to look at uh, a couple of people. One, uh, if you uh, have been around for long at all, you have also probably heard of the Rocky movies. The Rocky movies. In 1976, Rocky came out and nobody thought that it was going to be a, um, a hit that it was. And many people thought it was just a joke, but it ended up not being that at all. And I love it. And in a minute that you hear the Rocky theme come on or you hear Eye of the Tiger, you it, there's just something about our hearts that just begin to race because we know that uh, there was so much more going on in that movie than just Rocky. But he was us. He was fighting for us. And one of the parts about the movie, the very first one in Rocky, when he's fighting Apollo Creed and nobody thought that he could win, but Rocky would get punched by Apollo and he would fall down and and he would um, and he would get back up and he was just taking such a beating that 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 eventually his trainer Mick uh, Mickey was 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 kept telling him he would say stay down rock stay down rock uh, but he wouldn't he would get back up and he would go at it again and uh, that always to me was such an uh, uh, just an amazing uh, thing to, to watch that fight take place and again it, it was it was a fight and and you know it, it people uh, just said it was cheesy and all of that but there was so much going on with with, with that that he just kept falling down and he kept taking a beating and he would get back up and he never quit he never stopped and today I guess I just want someone out there who may be just thinking, you know what, I'm tired. I just want to quit. I, I just, I, whatever it may be in life, it may be a diet. It may be uh, a habit uh, that you're trying to establish, a healthy habit. It may be that you're not seeing something in your prayer life or in your time with the Lord. You're just not seeing it. And it's, it's would be easy to feel like you're down and, and that, you know, hey, I just don't want to do this anymore. And, and you're feeling like quitting. Well, today I just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you by a couple of things. One, there's a scripture that is found in Proverbs chapter 24. And the scripture, I love it because it says this. It says, though a righteous man, a righteous woman fall seven times, they, or as one scripture says it, that they suffer adversity and they stumble seven times, but they continue to get up. They continue to rise over and over again. Though you fall, though you stumble seven times, you get up eight. <laughs> you get up the eighth time and, and you go again and, and you don't stay down because, because you're believing that there's a reason. 
and that even in the stumbling that you're going to learn something for that. And so maybe you hear the world saying to you, as Mick said to Rocky, stay down, stay down. Uh, but that's not what God would say to you today. That's not what the Holy Spirit would say to you today. The Holy Spirit would say, get up, get up and go, get up and go. And in the Old Testament, there's a, a scripture, there's a story of, of David. And, and we know David. Uh, David is probably one of the most well-known uh, characters in the Bible, aside from Jesus. But in Samuel, in chapter 13, Saul has uh, kind of lost his way and God sends Samuel to tell Saul, Saul, you know what? The kingdom is not yours anymore. And, and then he says this, he says, because the Lord has found someone who has a heart after him, a, a heart that, that is pure and, and, and right. And, and that it uh, is coming after him and desires, it desires him to desires to be like him. And so a man after his heart and that young man is David and David doesn't even know it, but Samuel is going to anoint him. He's going to be that one that uh, that some people even forgot about. They just thought he was a shepherd boy, kind of like Rocky. Rocky was just this bum from the streets of Philadelphia, but but he comes along and and people can resonate with him. They can uh, pull for him because they realize that he's just for the ordinary guy. Well, the same is true for David. David was a shepherd boy. Nobody ever thought that he would be a king. Um, let alone that God could ever use him, or that he was a, a man, a young man after God's heart, but he was. And so through time, as you watch what takes place in, in David's life, there would have been many times that, that he could have fallen and, and stumbled and not got back up. I mean, Saul began to chase him. Saul began to throw spears at him. Uh, Saul uh, drove David to actually begin to even... Uh, fight for the Philistines, the very one who David had taken their champion Goliath and and taken his head off. And even in that, we see that he came at him and and said, "Look, I'm not coming to you in my own spirit. I'm coming, and I fight in the name of the Lord." And and so he had seen things happen over and over, been chased, been been drove to uh, to have to live in caves and and sleep in places, and and again to be even actually fighting with the enemy, with the Philistines. And so there's a story in 1 Samuel chapter 29 and uh, where he is fighting with the Philistines. And there's some people that, that come along and say, hey, we don't want David with us anymore because we're afraid he'll, he'll turn on us and, and turn us over to, to Saul. And, and the king doesn't want to do that. But eventually he says to David, David, you know what? We can't uh, take you with us. They don't want that. And so I'm just going to have to let you go. And so go back home. And so it looks like David is like, what, what do I have to do? I, I mean, I keep, it just seems like everything I come up against, it's, it's this adversity. It's, and it's just one thing after another. Well, then in 1 Samuel chapter 13, it, it happens again. When he goes back to, uh, to his hometown, when they go back to the place where uh, he had left all of his, um, his family and and everyone, his, the wives and the children and, and all, they get back there and they find out that when they get back there, that uh, they get to Ziglag and they find that the Amalekites had raided the place and, and they had uh, burned it and taken it and they'd taken all the women and the children. They took everyone off. 
<laughs> so here's another thing. It's like David has fallen again. He's facing adversity again. And at this point, I'm sure that he, he could have said, God, what else? What else is there? I don't know what else to do. I've done everything. I'm, I'm just trying to follow you. And, and yet everything, one thing after another. And then on top of that, when all of his men that are with him and they see it, they see what's going on. They see that David uh, is leading them and now he's brought them back and their families are gone. It, the, the scripture tells us that when that happens, that the people began to speak of stoning David. And, and David didn't have anything to do with that. He just was leading his men, but yet now even his men are coming against him. And so here's David, this man after God's heart, a man who's just wanting to be who God wants him to be, but he over and over and over, he falls. And I can just hear, can't you? It's just like the enemy is just saying, or, or those people are, just stay down, David. Don't get back up. Just don't get back up. It's not worth it. Why in the world would you continue to do this to yourself over and over? And perhaps maybe that's how you feel today. That life, it just keeps throwing you a punch after punch after punch. And, and, and you just are like, I don't want to do it anymore. And God, I'm, I'm just tired. And, and even in some ways, maybe, maybe, maybe you're at a place where you just are saying, you know what, God, I, I'm about to check out. And, and I can honestly say to you today that I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to be uh, feeling like I'm just trying to do what you want, God, but I keep getting knocked down. You know, maybe it's that you're feeling uh, like you're, you're loving somebody and they're not loving you back. Or you feel that there's a betrayal that you just don't understand why that, that they say the things they do about you. Or, and, and you don't understand what God could be doing in all of this. But I do want to encourage you today. Because even though, as the scripture said, though you go down seven, get back up eight. That's what we do. We get back up because we're going to believe. Because here's what David did. Even though they wanted to stone him, even though all of the family was gone, even though the place was burned, even though the Philistines had rejected him and, and Saul is still trying to find him. I love what David does. With all of that going around him, it says this, and David strengthened himself in the Lord. Another version says, and David encouraged himself in the Lord. You see, because I believe that David has been reminded, as maybe we remind ourselves today, that we have to encourage ourselves and say, Lord, in times past, you've always been there. That you and I begin to say, God, I want to encourage myself. Sometimes it's not those around me that encourage me. I have to, you have to, David had to. He encouraged himself. He found his own strength in the Lord, remembering how the Lord had been there for him one time, two times, three times, four times, five times, six times, seven times. He'd fallen seven times, something had happened, but he knew I got to get up on the eighth because there's always eight. And you know, seven is that that perfect number, that, that number of, of, of just perfection. But eight, eight represents new beginnings. It's a new, a new start, a new day. And I would encourage you today that maybe you've fallen seven, and maybe it's way more than that, but get up on the eighth. Get up on that number eight 
because it's a new beginning. It's a new opportunity. It's a new opportunity to live it to the full. It's an opportunity to see what God has done in the past and, and trust him to do what he's done in the past. If he's been faithful in the past, then you can trust him to be, to be faithful in this present. And so what David does is he, he, he goes to the Lord. He, he encourages himself. He strengthens himself. And I think just reminds him, you know, I think that's like with Rocky. Rocky would fall down, but I think he would remember and was remembering, you know what? I'm not doing this just for me. I'm doing this for, the, for a people, for the people of Philadelphia, for the people that are the underdog. I got to get back up. But I also think he remembered his training. I mean, if you remember, it was a weird kind of training. I mean, he was hitting uh, the sides of, of beef and, and he was doing just crazy ways to train. But that training was awkward, but it brought him to this place of just being tough enough to get back up again. And I'm not talking about grabbing your bootstraps and, and all of that kind of stuff. I'm talking about remembering the training that you've had. The training that the word of God and his promises, that his promise to say, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. His promise to say that I've got you, you know, I, I've got you in the palm of my hands. I've got you. Just keep walking because he, he's never late. And, and in that scripture in Proverbs, it says, though he falls seven times, he gets up again. And, and, and then he says, but even if your enemy falls, don't don't hate them don't 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 want the worst for your enemy because if you just wait the lord's going to show up the lord's never late and and i wrote it for myself this way if you fall down 7 get up 8 if your enemy falls don't hate just wait for the lord is never late and if you look back over time when things have happened before and you felt like giving up but god showed up at just the right time. The Lord showed up at just the right time. He always does. And then it's how we respond in those times. So, so David encourages himself in the Lord. And then I believe he was praising him. He was worshiping him. He was doing what he had done in the past because that's who he was, a man after God's heart. And so he wanted to know God's heart. And so he goes to prayer and he asks God, what do I do? What do I do? And God tells him, go get the people back. Go to the enemy. Go to those ones who have taken what was what was yours and go after them. And so David does that. He sets off and he goes and he uh, takes about 600 men with him. And then they get to this brook called the Brook of Brassar. And when they get there, there are, seven, or there are 200 men who they're just too exhausted. They can't continue to go. And so David continues on with the 400 and the 200 stay there. And so when they get there, on along the way, they find this man, this Egyptian man, and, and he had been left there by his commander and, and because he wasn't well. But David and them come along and they show him grace and they show him mercy. They could have taken him out. But like I said, when you fall down seven, get up eight. And if your enemy falls, don't hate him, help him. And so David does that. And so this young man leads them to the place where the enemy has all of their family. And David and them go in and they take back all that is theirs. They take back all of the, the, the children and the women and they get back all of the, all of the resources and, and the plunder and all those things. They get all of that back and then they go back. And as they go back, they meet up with the 200 and stay before, behind. And, and there are some in the, in the crowd, in the, in the men of David that say, you know what? 
They don't deserve any of this. And David says, wait a minute, hold up. Just because they weren't with us, it doesn't mean that they were against us. They, they stayed with this. They stayed with the equipment. They stayed here. So we will share. David is a man after God's heart. And, and throughout this thing, what I see is David being a man of grace, a man who shows grace towards others. He showed grace towards the Egyptian who helped them because he was sick and he helped them along. And now David comes back and these guys who were too exhausted, David shows them grace and says, hey, you're a part of us. That's a man after God's heart. That's a man and woman that we should be. If we're going to live this thing to the full and and have this this uh, life that we want to live and 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 get back up, then we've got to remember when we're down, the grace of God that sustained us in the times before. And we not only have to remember that grace for ourselves and encourage ourselves in the grace of God, but we have to be willing to give that grace to others around us and encourage them along the way. And that's what David did. And I think that's kind of a whole rocky story. Even when it was over and he and Apollo are, are fine and they're like, no rematch, no rematch. And they showed grace to one another and they became friends. As you know, if you've watched all the rest of the Rocky movies, all of them, they, uh, they became friends and he's even going to fight for him and he's going to use his son. It's just so, just such an amazing story. But it reminds me of David, David who was a great warrior for the Lord, but yet had a man's heart after God. He, he is, even though we know that he stumbled and he was going to fall, and there's going to be things that, that are going to happen to him even along the way. But through it all, even when he stumbles, he always is reminded of how faithful the Lord was, and he gets back up. So I would say to you, and I just want to encourage you today, if you've fallen down seven, get back up eight. Because eight is a new beginning. You know, this walk that we, we have, uh, I'm so glad that we don't try to do it by ourselves. And, and when we try to do it by ourselves, that's when it becomes frustrating. But God doesn't want us to do it by ourselves. He's just is saying, you wait on me. Because those things that you made going, why is this continue to happen? Why is it, Lord, that I just can't get where I want to be? Maybe God is leading you. Maybe God is using some things in your life. Maybe he's waiting for you to get back up because he's got something greater than what you thought. So I hope today that, that this can encourage you to, to get back up. You know, get back up. Uh, don't listen to the enemy who's saying, stay down, stay down, stay down. No, listen to the spirit of the living God who's saying, get back up today. I've got something greater for you. I've got something I want to do with you, something new. This is a day of new beginnings. It's a new time. And, and, and the scripture continually tells us about the new day, a new time. It says that the old have passed away. Behold, all things become new. That God is doing a new thing. So may today be that day when you say, no, I will not stay down. I will get back up because that's what those who follow Christ do. We get back up. Even though the enemy would want us to stay down, we're going to get back up. So I pray that this can be some encouragement to you. I, I would ask that if you wouldn't mind that you would pass this along, please just share this with somebody else. Uh, maybe encourage them today as we talked about last time about encouraging those coming alongside other people and encouraging them. May this be an opportunity for you to be encouraged, to encourage yourself, 
and then please, if you would, pass it along. Uh, let someone know um, that this podcast is here. It's just a podcast that I just want to use to encourage you, to help you to live it to the full, to do what only uh, God can do through you. and God wants to use you. So thanks again for taking time to, to listen. Uh, hopefully we'll be back on again next week. I want to continue to go uh, along and, and just to encourage you and others. So once again, thank you so much for just taking the time to listen. I pray and ask that God would just give you a great day and that you would make it a great day because making it a great day is on you that you choose to say as much as it depends upon me I'll make it great listen we love you we're thankful for you make sure that you just live 220 and may God bless you and may you and be encouraged today to get back up again till next time